Thank you for joining another episode of Friends of Friends. My name is Abby, and today is actually a cool episode because it's another actual full episode after the art from yesterday, just translating a song. So we've got some cool things going on today. I'm gonna go over some really cool realizations today around how a lot of larger parts are taking interest in mindfulness and being kind to each other. Um, so I'm really excited about that uh, because uh, actually uh, it, was, it was part of our jobs that it came up and then just the conversation. So I wanted to really include that because I think it's impactful that companies are taking it serious uh, for people to be mentally healthy. Um, so that's really cool. And then aside from that, I also wanted to, uh, just really introduce other things that help me sort of do local things that make me feel connected to the community. So I'll go to like restaurants where, like I've mentioned before, maybe they speak my language or maybe... Um, they have a specific food that maybe I haven't tried since I was a kid at home. And so, you know, so how can we connect experiences that maybe really just lift us? So create intention around even just regular everyday things, kind of like finding food, you know, and we all have to do that and the convenience of the food being out there. Plus also really connecting to the business, I think is really cool. Um, I just do it because I love Mexican food and I love my own food. So I'll really work that into. And then um, I'll go over the the music that I played on Monday. And today we have a really cool uh, special surprise that I want to release right away from the start. Is that um, the intro song that I'm opening with, uh, if you can hear it in the background was recommended by somebody on Instagram, which I think is really cool. And so if anybody wants to find me on Instagram, I'm under the name Arte de Abby, which is art by Abby, but it's in Spanish, Arte de Abby. And in that umbrella, I'm just going to add anything that I do creative. And so you'll see my art in there. Um, you'll see photography that I have taken of, you know, just anything and, uh, a lot of those things I'll create um, learning opportunities from that because, again, just a lot of those smaller things really keep me closer to how I am, uh, my mental health, and just trying to stay grounded without, you know, just getting lost in the anxiety of having a lot going on because life can be very stressful. So to get back to the main topic that I was really excited to talk about today. Um, after having, like I mentioned, uh, a few hard days today, um, I just pushed forward and after enough sleep, I woke up with a good amount of energy. Um, and, you know, just at work, I was continuing and I was vulnerable with my peers, letting them know that I was struggling and that, you know, I needed all the help I could. And they responded really well. So that was really amazing. So in my own job, I work for a healthcare company. And, and I won't name job job names, job company names, if that's how you say. Because 
um, while they are gracious enough to have hired me um, and provide food on my table, I just, this is my own and I just don't know if that aligns with them and I don't want to guess and I don't want to wonder, but uh, but I definitely am grateful for the opportunity. Um, and so I wanted to mention that at my job, um, it's reasonable, right? They're a healthcare company. And in the healthcare environment right now, it's very understood that mental health is a key issue impacting just anyone. Uh, social media kind of took us, and there's a really cool uh, documentary on how social media is sort of having an effect that we, we just didn't expect. So just data around that. Um, I'll probably find it and put it on my Instagram now that I've mentioned that, but I can't remember anything when I really say it. Um, so I'll share that because that's really cool and, and just, you know, this is, I think the first generation I've seen attached to a technology. So it's very fascinating to me how it's going to impact those little kids, toddlers that are really onto it. Um, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's an adjustment and, you know, like everything we'll see, uh, there's something we evolve into and, uh, and we learn from, and uh, but our but our mental health has you know changed. Just even the the types of needs we have are different. The type of ways we communicate. Um, so learning more about that and in my job has been to me in my mind very natural because it's a it's a healthcare company, and they push for that. And I'm very lucky that they also push for you know a lot of diversity and inclusion so even around mental health they speak upon mental health from a cultural aspect in regards to the fact that some cultures aren't very accepting and welcoming of it and so they encourage to just keep speaking to each other about the opportunity there is to learn more about ourselves and how to be better connected uh, in our communities by checking in with our mental health um a lot of those resources were put out by a convention I attended to um, in the black community, which it was just affiliated with my job. And that was a really cool opportunity to see how the black community experiences racism and how they want to combat it. And the fact that they're including um, the Latino, Hispanic uh, community is really awesome. The indigenous community, just everybody worked together, even though it was a... a an effort by, I believe it was a, a an African-American group of, of uh, folks that are just championing the fact that, you know, the community here in Arizona should really be on top of uh, cultural and diverse mindfulness and awareness. Uh, we can't just communicate the way we communicated before. We have too many races, too many communities, too many uh, blended families to... Uh, think that we should handle everything in the same A, B, C, one, two, three type of way. So what I learned from that and what I really got out of that was the fact that, uh, you know, we're all speaking the same language and sometimes we're so focused in, in our goals that we accidentally lack the empathy to really see what our brothers or sisters or friends or neighbors are valuing more some of us are saying but i value 
you know, togetherness. And some other people are saying, but I value my cultural traditions. And those two things could mean the same thing because your cultural traditions equate to togetherness. Um, but sometimes we don't hear it. We just hear that it's not exactly what we say. Um, and so it's important to to bring up these things in a work scenario. So for me, it's very top of mind. Um, but in a non-healthcare environment, I hadn't really experienced that sort of awareness. And so today, the cool thing that I wanted to share and the reason why I really brought this up was because uh, just after work, um, again, to try to keep ourselves just sort of distracted and really enjoy the weather because Arizona's getting really nice and cold now. Um, my boyfriend and I, we went out <clears throat> and he works for a credit card company, a credit card issuer, I guess you would call it. And um, when Kobe and I went out, he had a, a task from a mindfulness event that he attended at work and it was just listening um mindfully really paying attention and consuming what somebody was saying that was close to you uh for 10 minutes without wanting to offer advice without wanting to you know do anything more than to ask open-ended questions and just hear that person out and so I think that was really beautiful because uh well we do this a bunch um I can understand that a lot of people may not have this top of mind and they might think that they're busy running to make dinner. And, um, you know, I am lucky and unlucky in the fact that, you know, I have my kids 50-50, so I could see it the negative way and say, I don't see them 50% of their lives, but I can say I share them with a bigger, bigger family 50% uh, of their lives that they really value from because they really learn from everybody that they are connected with. Um, and so <clears throat> I try to formulate it in that way where it's a positive effect. And so for a financial institution to be taking awareness of how important it is to, you know, again, just keep up with mental health. And ever since, you know, the COVID, a lot of companies have been, you know, encouraging that. And a lot of companies have really not. Um, and so I'm very sorry if you work for a company that doesn't have the budget, the awareness, the education, the know-how to to be mindful of their staff. Um, I've had I've had those jobs. I've had difficult jobs that you know you have to adjust to the job. The job doesn't adjust to to you. And so in those cases, uh, you know we we try to work through it because we have to provide. Um, but while we do that, we can try to connect locally and try to be mindful ourselves. And so I'm just excited that bigger companies are including this in their education and that they are wanting their employees to participate. And from my perspective, it's companies that are taken serious. As I mentioned, it's a healthcare company, which, you know, like I said, makes sense, but also a financial institution. Normally I saw them as really greedy as whatever, you know, and now um, it's, it's very enlightening that we are folding into this new era of, uh, first of all, from what I see, everybody wants to have a label. We all want to be seen as something. We all want to be seen as a, you know, uh, I'm this category, see me out. I, you know, I champion this category or multiple categories and we want to cater to that. Um, 
and not just that category to you specifically to your emotions to your voice and I think that's really cool uh I've always wondered even since I was little why people didn't speak emotions because I think if we really heard each other from that place we would work a little bit better um I really had a hard time communicating that way uh as a kid and so you know, you miscommunication can injure really badly. And you can see how that happens. And so when we try to be more thoughtful and, and have a better intention around how we behave, um, we even make uh, really cool connections, which is kind of what leads me on to the next thing is uh, something really cool I ran into. Um, <clears throat> I have uh, done a local Google account completely by accident, uh, because just ever since I met my boyfriend, I just had a new email back then I was changing my life. And so I had a new email, I had everything set up. And, um, in the first restaurant that I met him at actually, after we met on Tinder, because we were online lovers before we were <laughs> in real life. But, um, but yeah, uh, even though we definitely wanted it to be a one night stand, we just couldn't get enough of each other. And, uh, I uh, started logging these places that we went to and I didn't know. I just thought I was like thumbs upping them or whatever. And eventually it turned out that these places were being logged in my Google, I don't know, local guides account. So I guess I'm a local guide in Arizona and <clears throat> and wherever the heck I go that I've liked something. And so with that, I have been, now that I know how that works and I've been doing really cool at that for no reason at all, just put no effort, I just thought, um, that it would be a really cool way of uh, using the fact that I like Mexican-owned businesses. Not like, I love. And I really do enjoy taking my kids to those places to show them their culture, to show them the kinds of foods that I grew up around. And so in Arizona, I go to a bunch of those cool places. And so that's something that I've been working on, just really collecting. Because again, even though it's another social media thing, um, there's an, a perspective of, you know, logging where you go, because again, it's with the intention to me, the intention is I want to create this sort of map of cool places for my family and I to go to. And for me to show them, you know, either something cool that I found, because really we end up finding a cool place like a museum. And then we end up trying to show the kids, but, uh, but for me, it's a lot of that really championing a local Mexican business and, you know, really feeling that connection with the community uh, outside of the family that I have and outside of the community that I'm in. Because I'll be driving two, three hours away from where I live and I'll still stop somewhere that I see is Mexican, a yerberia, a uh, carniceria, a food city, a rancho, something like that. And uh, it's really fun to stop and just find some crazy hot sauce for my boyfriend to, you know, love on. So with that, I just, you know, I wanted to share the music that I played on Monday before uh, we had that episode where I translated the song, which actually people really liked and really went over to. So I will definitely do that because... It was really fun for me, and somehow it was the second most played episode. So that was really cool. Um, and just to end this episode, the music from Monday was 
Fire by Lizzie Mercier Desclus. Next song was The Holy Mountain by Namir Blade. Next song, On Hold, Jamie XX Remix by The XX. Work It by Soul Wax Remix, Mary Davidson. And this song is a little bit inappropriate for the kiddos. But if you really want to get a lot of work done and you feel like maybe you're not giving it your all, listen to that song. And Mambo Lupita, Mi Van del Mexicano. And then I really like the sound of foreign tongues because my mouth can't make those sounds. And so this last song is Gotingen by Barbara. And uh, that's it. Thank you so much for joining tonight. Buenas noches. Tómense su leche con chocolate y su panecito dulce y... Y que duermen bien rico. Buenas noches y gracias por visitar a Friends of Friends, amigos y amigos. Hasta luego.